FM. The first hour of Sports Time is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Welcome in to Sports Time. Bryant Dacus, Brett Norsworthy, Johnny Hill with you this afternoon on a Tuesday in our Family Leisure Studios. And we'll be with you for the next three hours. Brett, how are you this afternoon on a Tuesday? I'm doing well, and we got our money's worth last night on the beaming machine going to the palestra, didn't we? Yes, we did. Don't ever underestimate a team playing a home game in the palestra. I mean, it's it's a different animal. That's why they call it the cathedral. And Villanova, quite a different Villanova. Yes. Post J. Rod. Yeah, I mean it's it's been kind of a struggle. I mean, I, I like Kyle Neptune. I think uh, what he was able to do in the portal, getting some, I think, some really good players. Tyler Burton, um, I think, is a really really good player. But you know, you're still trying to see it come together. And Villanova, a team um, that the Tigers could potentially uh, see next week in the battle for could. Atlantis. They're on sure the other could. side of the bracket. It'd have to be kind of wonky and it would be kind of the last yeah. game if they were to see Villanova but certainly one of those teams um that is in the mix um and uh, but yeah a uh, tough loss for them against Penn but hey that's big five basketball for you Brett what'd you expect that's it that's it it was a interesting Monday night football game it was. do not be deceived people <laughs> all close games are not good games no no that was an ugly game I mean four turnovers for uh for the Bills, uh, the Broncos really couldn't get a lot going. They had a lot of special team issues uh, last night. And then, uh, it, I mean, that, that final field goal where they miss it and it looks like, okay, Bills survive. And then flags on the play, 12 men on the field defensively. Get another try a little closer and it's right down the middle. It, it was an ugly game. And, Brett, to make matters worse, I went to a restaurant last night. And great restaurant. The, the food was great. Uh, but the TV that I was sitting in front of was like 30 minutes behind, maybe an hour behind um, the actual huh? game. And so I'm sitting there and I'm watching it. What? And good question. I think because they were doing it, they, they used it. What I learned later is they used like a streaming device. So like they, I think they have like YouTube TV or something. See. And so I guess it had buffered or something like that and got behind because I'm sitting there watching and it was on ESPN2. And so me and Melinda, we, we go in and we, you know, sit down to eat and I see it's on ESPN2 and, and it's on Sports Center. And I'm like, okay, well, um, you know, what's we, going on? I go, we just must not have like the Manning cast tonight. And so I continue to watch. And they like go out to the field, and there's like a clock on there. It says like 15 minutes till kickoff. I was like, okay, well maybe somebody said something interesting earlier, or whatever. And then no, like 10 minutes later, welcome to Monday Night Football. No, I was like, whoa, boom. Whoa, whoa, we got to be more real time. So than that. we had to. We I think another table was like, hey, I think this TV is a little behind. So someone came up and, and fixed it. But I was like, wow, I didn't. I was so confused for a second. But yeah, it was an ugly game. Uh, weird, just a weird night in general, Brett. And that's coming from someone like your father, who used to race home after Tiger games and watch them on delay. That is correct. He with he, Coach Al Brown and Matt Dillon doing the games. That is correct. He has told me many stories about that. Um, and uh, so you're spot on. You, oh, you know my father. And it was great stuff too. It was it was so much fun, especially knowing the happy result. Sure, yes, yes. When when you know it's a win, and you can go back and uh, and watch it from start to finish. That is a, little a lot of times in in those years, with not anything close to the you know the the TV we have now, the right. proliferation of TV that you know, and just and just so much inventory. 
would listen to Jack Eaton and and and, and George Kirk. Yeah. And then stay, especially Saturday night games. Oh yeah. And 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 then stay up and watch the Saturday night game. Really? Oh yeah. Wow, that sounds like a fun night. <laughs> That sounds like an eventful night. Very seventies. Um, yes, very seventies. Uh, I guess you're you you do that, especially when they win those games, and then you let me tell really you what I found it. out today. Speaking of All the twenty right. first century, okay, with I'm our good friends at AT and T. So last weekend, I'm in Athens, just busy as I can be, sure. and you know, needing, and, and I get an email that says you've reached your data usage limit. Oh no. <laughs> and I go, well, I've never gotten that before ever. Uh-huh. And well, what is this? Yep. And you're at ninety percent. You got ten more, and then we're going to start throttling you. Yeah. Like ten minutes later, you you're, you're, oh, you're over no. the top rope. I, go, oh, I haven't, no, no, I haven't no. even touched it. All I did was read the email telling me I'm close oh, to my geez. data limit. Yeah. I'm going, what the heck is this? To... Wasn't that big a deal? So yeah. I go to the AT and T place today. Didn't have time yesterday. Go today. And I have now signed up for truly unlimited. I like it. There's unlimited, oh, and yeah. there's truly unlimited. Uh-huh. Yeah, because regular unlimited, once, like you said, once you get to a specific uh, usage, they they slow it down. Suppose. Hey, I'm they pretty good with definitions. Uh-huh. What the hell is the difference between unlimited <laughs> and truly unlimited? <laughs> truly, I mean, I mean, unlimited is infinity, isn't right. it? Right. Yeah. It means endlessly, uh-huh. right? Yeah. It just goes round and round. Uh-huh. And, and, and so a little bit like the handicappers of okay. absolutely free and free uh-huh. picks and absolutely free. <laughs> I like that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, hey, it happens. But, so I'm uh, now signed up for truly unlimited. Truly unlimited. Maybe we, maybe we need to change the other one to semi unlimited or something like that. Just like partially. Hey, unlimited. again, with definition, <laughs> why don't we change it to limited? Well, I guess that'd be an option, but then Brett, see, that's that's where the marketing department comes in. And goes well, not enough people will sign up for that if it doesn't say unlimited. If we change it unlimited, then oh, everyone's going to sign up for it. Very very nice customer rep yeah. explained it great and, and said, you know, it's it's it, it's in your contract like anybody oh, yeah, reads that's right. those. That's right. Way on third page, about terms and conditions. Down. Click. Uh-huh. Yep, that's right. That's right. Got well, me on the little fine print, didn't they? I they sure did. Well, hey, now I'm glad you're you're truly unlimited. So hopefully. I, until, until when? That's a good question. That's, until when? That's a good question. Until you get that I mean, Because I thought I was unlimited. Them. Yeah. They'll have another tier, uh, extremely, truly unlimited. <laughs> yeah, and then, I, I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee you will get that. that. And, and guess what? With truly unlimited, the bill is going to change. It's going Oh, up. of course. Yeah. Of course. No, nothing, nothing's ever free. Nothing's yeah. ever... Uh, but, but, I, I mean, super courteous about that's it. That's great. Well, that's great. I mean, because uh, sometimes you go into these... Any place, not just a phone place. Not you know, it's a little bit after you get the ticket and uh-huh. you thank the police officer. I thanked them when I left, and my bill had gone up yeah. after me being throttled. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, that's that's always the worst when you get a ticket and you go, thank you. And then thank you. They walk well, off and you go, why did I just thank him? He just, I'm, I'm going to have to pay $100 now for this ticket. 100 won't touch it. No, 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 no. I'm trying to be nice with the my, my la- The last ticket I got, and I was going like 17 over... I'm gonna say 306. Ooh, yeah, that's steep. That'll that's make steep. you slow down. Uh huh. You know, I got I got pulled. And over. And then the perfunctory insurance yet? Oh yeah, I got pulled over in a little small town um, in Tennessee. I forgot which one. Grand Junction maybe. 
And uh, Queen City, you know, Texas, for me, coming back from A and M last year. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, I got pulled over in Grand Junction, and of course, for Grand Junction, you cannot—they don't have anywhere online you can go and just pay it. You got to go to court, so I had to go to court. Stand in front of the, uh-huh. the magistrate. Uh-huh. No, I think I've told you this, Brett, because yeah. I, I get there and and it's like me and like thirty other people. I state there. your name, <laughs> and so they're calling people one by one. You know, yada yada yada. Take it, Brian. That's right. And so the guy before me comes up in front of the judge and he. He goes, uh, you know, Brett Norsworthy, and so he walks up and he goes, uh, you know, Brett, I see you're, uh, I see you're from Mississippi, and he goes, yes, sir, and yeah. he goes, what you doing up here, and he goes, uh, for work, you know, I just have to come <laughs> in and out. He goes, okay, all right. And he goes, you're going a little, little faster. He goes, yeah, I know, yada yada, whatever. And so he goes, all right, well, I'm going to ask you a question, and this is going to determine if you have to pay the speeding ticket or not. And he goes, you're from Mississippi, state fan or old Miss fan. And the guy, you kidding me? The guy kind of squirms a little bit, and he goes, uh, "Your Honor, about this point, I'm whatever fan you are." And uh, he goes, "That's a pretty good answer. Uh, you just pay the court fee or whatever, and get out I, of here." I, I, I j- just kind of stereotyping. Uh-huh. I would have said Ole Miss because yeah. of being the judge, mm. the yeah. law schools at at Oxford. That's very true. That's a good answer too. That, that, um, if I was in Alabama, I would say Alabama. If I was in uh-huh. Arkansas, I'd say Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, many law schools in, sure. in Tennessee and and other places. I I don't. I, I, are there more than? Might be a law school at Centenary in Louisiana. I don't know mm-hmm. that. I don't mm-hmm. know if LSU has the only one. Well, Tulane has one. Sure. So, I, yeah. so that, uh, a great a great one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You'd be in trouble <laughs> down there. If, <laughs> yeah. If your kid no, was no was, was the judge flipping about it, or was he serious? No, he was he he was letting everybody off. So he was just you know guy came up because you old Miss fan or, or a state fan. He goes. Well, judge, about this this point, I'm whatever fan you want me to be. <laughs> That'll get me out of this ticket. And he goes, oh, that's a pretty good answer. Uh, get out of here. But but on, 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 the, on the thank you front with the police, I, I, I do think the magic words really apply, especially when you're guilty and you were speedy, well, like I true. was. Yes, that is and, true. And that day he, he, he asked me, he said, uh, he, he said, how's your record? I said, it, it's, it's clean. clean. I said, yeah. I, I haven't had a, a moving citation since 08, coming back from Egg Bowl, Iron Bowl wow. weekend in 08. Wow. Uh, c- coming up 45, I had the darn crew set on 80. What are you thinking, man? <laughs> it's 50. Everybody knows it's 55 through there. And, and, and he, he asked me, he said, how's your, how's your record? I said, moving violation in 08. Yeah. And, and I had the 60 and the 55, but I got that uh, right. uh, thrown, thrown out. <laughs> Wow. I didn't say fix. I said thrown out. Thrown out. There you go. <laughs> Again, words are important, Brad. And and, and 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 he asked me about moving violations, and and I told him. He, he and he came back. He said, "I'm going to give you that, that was reduced. Three hundred six was reduced. Wow. He said. I, he said, you, you know, you're going seventeen over. Uh, I'm going to reduce it if you had fibbed to me about violations when wow. I checked your record. I was going to give you the the, the full <sighs> thing. And I said, thank you, sir. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that, that deserves the thank you. I mean, and, 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 and the night I got the 60 and the 55, I, t- I told the police officer, he said, hey, man, I feel bad. You know, it's yeah. it's New Year's. I said, sir, do your job. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, it, it is what it you is. You do your job. Yeah. I, I'm guilty, You're right. number no one. Speeding. You got me. You caught me. Uh, but no, it was, uh, that was a funny experience with the, the judge up in, in Grand Junction. Brett, That's funny. No, it, it, it was very funny. Uh, he just let me go. He didn't really ask me any questions, but, um, it was, it was kind of nice. That's why, that's why the hundred came to mind because the court fees there was a hundred dollars. That's all I had to pay. Um, Brett, speaking of, uh, college basketball last night, did you see any of that Michigan and St. John's game? Michigan, uh, a team Memphis is 
going to have to play in a week. That was a impressive performance. Yes, it, it, it is, and it makes next week. I, I've had people all day, what about the poll? You know, Tiger's on the outside looking in. I'm not worried about the poll this not week. I'm not worried about the one coming out next week. Mm-hmm. You catch me noon uh, the Monday after Thanksgiving yep. weekend, and uh-huh. the Tigers have won uh, the battle for oh, Atlantis. Man. And, and th- then I'm going to be eager with anticipation yes. of what does the poll look yes. like. Well, that's a good then point. It, I mean, then it will really matter. Man. And I, th- I think the Tigers would boomerang into yeah. top 10, well, I mean, top 12. Yeah, and if, if they – depending on how they do there, because, I mean, let's see. I'm trying to see what – if Michigan has another game. They had Long, Long Beach State on, on Friday. But Michigan, they were receiving votes this past week. They'll likely be receiving votes again next week, if not uh, in there. I don't know if, if a win at St. John's is enough to, to bump them all the way into the top 25, but you're potentially going to play a Michigan team that's receiving votes. If you can beat them, an Arkansas team that's in the top 25, and then depending on how that game goes, potentially either a ranked North Carolina team or a ranked Villanova team, who I guess could be out of the top 25 um, now that they lost that game to Penn. But you're going to play... Three, at least two, probably three, really, really good top twenty-five teams. I'll go so far to say two and one down there, and you're yeah, in a top. I think so. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty or so. Yeah. I think you very well could. You know how how do those games play out? Are they are they close losses? Or are you are you extremely competitive in mm-hmm. that one loss? If you go two and one, do you maybe you know have sort of a, a, a Missouri? Like game against a team like maybe Arkansas or, or Michigan in that first game, can you beat Michigan by double digits, fifteen points? I mean, that's that's a statement win uh, against the Michigan team. So I'm excited about next week. I mean, the sky oh, really is the limit for for this. So excited! Team. It's it's gonna be so excited. Fun. You know, no, no uh, several people going and yeah. people are gonna have oh, a lot of fun, fun with it. And the you know next week just the mm-hmm. the. All the sports oh, next week, just oh. e- everywhere you look. Brett, it, I, I took a peek this morning at uh, at what next week looks like for college basketball. And the I confluence. Mean, I had trouble oh, thinking of that there word. You go. There you go. But, I mean, college basketball next week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It gets a little shaky after about Wednesday because then you've got you know no no team set. But you about three ten a.m. games, a couple eleven a.m. games. It's every waking games. moment. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. And then that goes all the way until about midnight at night. I mean, I think some of those days, the last game starts at ten thirty, eleven thirty at night. And also next week, especially out in the Pac twelve, mm-hmm. that's it. Oh yeah. I mean that that that's the final. Civil War. That's the final mm-hmm. the game. That's the final Apple Cup. I, I know that probably doesn't resonate that much with a lot of people here, but I think people can appreciate, maybe not appreciate, but can understand yeah. what all this realignment's really going to do, and 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 what summer of twenty twenty four is really bringing. And yeah. and July one next, next summer, yeah, that that's when it is. Really real, yeah. real. It's, it's going to be a lot of changes uh, this upcoming Did summer. you see where the great games tonight in, in the State Farm Champions Classic? Oh, man. Tonight, it's in Chicago, announced mm-hmm. today, next year, will be in Atlanta. That'll be fun. At That's, State Farm Arena. Yeah, it's not a far drive. Might have to, might have to make a trip down to that one. But Tonight, uh, Kansas and Kentucky. It'll be a really good game. I mean, when you think of... Gold standard in college oh, yeah. basketball, they're, they're right there. And 
and and Shish- uh, not Shishetsky, but Shire versus yeah. Izzo tonight. Well, and, and for that one, Duke and, and Michigan State, one of those teams mm-hmm. is going to wake up tomorrow morning being one and two on the season. I mean, How about that? That's rough. That's really rough. I think uh, will be the thirty sixth all time meeting wow. between Kentucky and Kansas. Uh, Kentucky leads twenty four to eleven. It's going to be a great night. I, I looked it up today. That, that all-time series, Rupp Arena was dedicated, dedicated on a night of a KU game, and I, I'm I'm, really? I'm reading that and I'm going, I I, I know that wasn't the first opponent yeah. at Rupp because I I can remember when Rupp Arena opened, it was big, right. big Sports Illustrated, splashy Billy mm-hmm. Reed byline story about Rupp Arena opening, and I knew it was against Wisconsin. Well, Wisconsin was the opening game, yeah. and they dedicated it about a month uh, later with KU and uh, Dan. Of course, of course. That makes sense. That makes sense. But it should be a, a really fun night of basketball night, and those two, kind of the two marquee games tonight. But let me set up today's show before we get to top and not top story of the day. 3.30, Dave Woloshin, the voice of the Tigers, also the host of Wolo and Friends. He's going to join us to talk Tigers. we got to talk about the Tigers' uh, football victory over Charlotte over the weekend, the big game this weekend against SMU. You, but we'll also have to talk about the basketball team and their win against Missouri. They're back in action Friday night against Alabama State. 345, we'll talk some Grizzlies as they've got a big game tonight against the Lakers, a part of the in-season tournament in the NBA, but a big game for the Grizzlies to try to continue uh, to kind of build on that win from Sunday against the Clippers. 4 o'clock, Brent Beard uh, from First Coast News in Jacksonville will join us to talk college football. A lot going on in the world of college football. 4.30, uh, we'll get to what we're certain of in the NFL and college football after another week of action. 4.45, we get to big number of the day. 5 o'clock, Bo Marchant uh, will join us to talk NFL like he does every Tuesday afternoon. 5.30, we to what's trending at 5.45. We'll wrap up today's show like we always do with Taco Bell Crunch Time. I will say uh, we gave away Tiger football tickets yesterday for this weekend's game against SMU. We're going to give away another pair of tickets today, probably around 4 440 or so when we get done with that 430 segment. We'll give away another pair of tickets. So if you missed out yesterday, make sure um, to continue listening today. Um, and, and at some point during the show today, we're going to give away another pair of tickets this Saturday. Thanks so much to Sissy's Log Cabin um, for uh, sponsoring uh, those We might tickets. even pull those switcheroo and oh. give away two. Another pair. So a total of four. Okay, so maybe two pairs of tickets. But y'all listen all day. Stay tuned. Listen and learn. I I have no idea when we're going to give them away, and I don't know how many we're going to give away. So listen (laughs) in. It's going to be a fun show today, um, and we'll definitely give some tickets away. But let me remind you, we're in our Family Leisure Studios where family and fun come together. The Overstock Sale. Family Leisure needs your help to clear out overstock inventory. Select patio sets up to 50% off. Play gyms under $2,000. Extended sale pricing on all stock hot tubs and swim spas their winter pool closing items are now up to 30 percent off pool tables and game room items up to 700 off of those in stock items and saunas massage chairs arcades and theater seating family leisure has you covered on all of them and uh, offers free delivery and the special financing is still available but only at family leisure 2120 Witten road just north of i-40 He's Brian. I'm Brett. Johnny Hill, our producer. We're Sports Time, and we're with you until 6 o'clock, and we want you to be a part of our show by calling or texting 901-360-8255. And we do have tickets that we will give away every day 
this week for Tigers and SMU on Saturday and for Friday night basketball yeah. for Tigers and Alabama State. This hour of our show brought to you every day by the one and only Lexus dealership in town. That's appropriately Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and online at LexusofMemphis.com. Happy Thanksgiving from everyone at Lexus of Memphis to you and yours. Great offers on the remaining 2023 models. The 2024s, they are taking over, and they always have great leasing options. Call them at 901-334-9673. Drive in luxury and confidence, knowing that every new Lexus comes with complimentary first and second maintenance services. Stop by the only Lexus dealership in town at 2600 Ridgeway and put yourself in the driver's seat of one of those remaining 23s or the brand new 24 LS500. That's the flagship, and you'll be looking and driving in style. When you purchase a Lexus, you get top-of-the-line engineering and design, and they make for the luxury driving experience. Online at LexusofMemphis.com. Experience amazing. Experience amazing at Lexus of Memphis. Top story of the day. Well, my top story of the day is the Tiger basketball team. Uh, We continue to talk about them, and for good reason. After that win Friday night against Missouri, I think that got a lot of people really excited about what this season can be and really what this non-conference slate could be. I mean, we were talking all offseason at every move. Penny Hardaway made every edition of, okay, that's a great addition. That's a great addition. That's a great addition. Before the season, Brett, we were talking about this is going to be a very talented team. Now, when we did wins and losses before the season, there were some losses in there, but that's college basketball. I mean, it's it's very tough to win uh, every single night in college basketball, but I think for the non-believers, for, for the skeptics, I know uh, Johnny Radio, who is on at, at 11 a.m., and I was talking to him this morning, and I think he was talking to, to David Cobb, maybe, who we we talked to you yesterday, and he said, you know, I was a little skeptical about this team uh, before the season started. I didn't want to completely buy in because of all of the new pieces, and I think that's a very fair criticism, very fair point um, by Johnny Radio, but I think this team, for the people that might have doubted, for the people that had question marks, that win Friday night really answered a lot of those and got people excited, and now this week, Alabama State on Friday, and then, I mean, this, this tournament next week continues to to excite me especially with what Michigan has done to start the season I think they were a big unknown this year of what could they do they added a lot of pieces lost Hunter Dickinson what would they look like post Hunter Dickinson they looked really good a blowout win a 22 point win on the road at Madison Square Garden against St. John's that's tough to do and so I'm excited about this it's going to be a big game against Michigan if they can beat that we're going to get a Thanksgiving Day game between Memphis and hopefully Arkansas. That'd be so much fun to watch. And then the potential of winning that game and maybe playing North Carolina or, or Villanova in the championship game would be a ton of fun. There's a lot of excitement around this program, I think, for, for good reason. It's the best marketing plan ever. Yeah. Win games. That gets yeah. more excitement. You, you you win enough games, you can sell the T-shirt cannon. Mm-hmm. You don't ever need it no. again no, you don't. At, at, at anything around sports. My top story It's the Grizzlies. They need a win tonight in Hollywood versus LeBron James and the Lakers. Can you believe a pool play game in the in-season tournament is this important? That that, that, that tournament doesn't make a darn. (laughs) Grizzlies need any kind of win. We haven't seen our old buddies, the Lakers, our old pals, Magic Reeves and Rui Abdul-Jabbar since that humbling exit from the playoffs last spring. And the team organization dysfunction really began in earnest after that 4-2 exit Mm -hmm. in the playoffs. The the Grizzlies gift-wrapped that playoffs uh, loss to the Lakers. John Moran, he averaged 25 in that series, 
and and we haven't seen him since. Mm. I, I don't think Taylor Jenkins can survive two and eight over the next ten, and I can't find more than about three wins. I don't know that he can survive three and seven over the next ten. I don't know if you can look up and be around seven and eighteen or something like that when Ja returns, but it will be crippling if it's something like that. Not top story of the day. You're absolutely right about that. And that's my not top story of the day. This game tonight between the Grizzlies and the Lakers. Lakers come in 5-5 five and five on the season. 4-0 and, and oh, uh, at Crypto.com Arena. And the Grizzlies, they've only won games on the road. We're still waiting for that first home win. But there's a, a, a lot of question marks about this team. Could the Grizzlies be catching the Lakers at a, a great time when you look at their injury report? For the Lakers, LeBron James is a game-time decision. Anthony Davis is a game-time decision. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt is out, so maybe you could catch a uh, an injured, maybe not 100% uh, Anthony Davis, maybe not 100% LeBron James tonight, and, and maybe get that other win. Can you build momentum after the Clippers win? Hopefully uh, we'll see that a late game. I don't know... Uh, if I'm going to be able to make it to uh, to the end of the game, I think you'll that, make that'll it. You'll make how it. the first half goes. Maybe if it's uh, if it's not <laughs> going very well, I might go to bed. But no, you're probably right, Brett. I'll probably make it to the end, and hopefully, I'll be uh, I'll be watching a Grizzlies victory. My not top story is the New England Patriots are really bad. Yeah. Uh, they're off to a two and eight start, and they've been bad since TB12 bolted. Uh, first year without him, they went seven and nine, then ten seven, made the playoffs that year, and then eight nine, one playoff appearance. And even talk of Bill Belichick being fired. Mm. The odds out in Vegas are running around 7-1 to one wow. on him being fired. The criticism, it's heavy. It's fair. It's very fair. And, and But you know another veteran coach out there in sports that's kind of running the same parallel track with Bill Belichick? You hear no criticism about him. Who is it? None. Who is it? Zip. It's not allowed. You know why? Why is that? Because he's one of the groovy, cool kids. <laughs> and he hadn't won as much as Bill Belichick in his career. Okay. He's won a lot, but he okay. hadn't won as much. No criticism. Crickets. Okay. Because, because he's, he has a pretty gruff demeanor, but it's, it, it, it's just, I think it's mostly stick. But he's, he's in with all the media. Okay. He's, he, he tells all the media about the, the best wines and the best restaurants and the best towns to visit. Okay. And if they need that ready-made quote bashing bad man orange, well, he's there for it. Who am I describing? You're describing Steve Kerr. No, I'm not. Oh, who are you describing? Greg Popovich. Oh, I should have guessed Greg. Oh, man. Won nothing the last four years. Nothing since Tim Duncan and zero criticism ever. But let's get Belichick because he doesn't like us in the media. Mm, I was thinking, you know, I guess Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr are very similar. They'll always give you a quote. Very. They're very in with but the media. Nick N- N- Kerr hadn't hit the skids record-wise, no. though. No, no, no. Pops no. won nothing That's true. the last few years, and you don't hear squat about mm. it. Well, it's because he's got Because the... he's one of the – because he's well-liked, and yes. Belichick's not. Yes, and Belichick – He's never give a tinker's you-know-what yeah, about the media. True. That's true. But he also, you know, Greg Popovich now has the shiny new toy down in San Antonio. It's, and what's uh, he won with him so far? Three about games as much as Belichick's yeah. won with Mac Jones. Not much. Not much at all. That's a, that's a very good point by you, Brett. Well, I'll do it for top and not top story of the day. Let's go ahead and get to our first break of the day. When we come back, we're going to talk Tigers with Dave Lotion. That's next on Sports Time. 
Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Let's welcome longtime voice of the Tigers and host of Wolo and Friends. Weekday mornings at 10 right here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Dave Woloshin to talk Tigers football and basketball with Bryant and Brett. Dave Lotion joining us now to talk Tiger football and Tiger basketball. Dave, thanks so much for joining us. And let's start with the football team. Another win for Ryan Silverfield's group on the road at Charlotte. But it was a little scary late. Tigers went down by double digits uh, twice in the fourth quarter. Um, but able to come back, tie the game, send it to overtime, uh, and then win it in overtime. What were your takeaways from that win at Charlotte this last weekend? finish um personal stories of perseverance and resilience i'll give you two great examples one tanner gills who missed a 43 yarder but when it really counted to get the game to overtime he made a 41 yarder Mm -hmm. and the best running back memphis has this year blake watson on a pace to get a thousand yards fumbled at the half yard line fumbled yet memphis had the faith in him and he's fumbled a little bit in yeah. his career. Memphis had the faith in him in overtime to keep giving him the ball. When they could have kicked the field goal, put this thing away, they just said, you know what? We don't think they can stop it. And they just handed him the ball and handed him the ball, and sure enough, he got in and won the game and didn't think about that fumble. And that's just the way Memphis has done it. Every time you think they're out of it, like you said, they were down twice. As late as 7.46 to go in the game, they were down 10. They have figured out ways to win. Well, I hope that carries over against SMU because I'm, I'm doing my charts today, and I just talked to Big Rich Phillips, who is their play-by-play guy. This is the best team they've had in a while. Uh, their quarterback was the highest-rated recruit that SMU has had since the death penalty. And that's saying something. Uh, their, their running back is a guy that originally was a high recruit that way it was Sunny Dice to TCU and then came back. They got team speed on both sides of the ball. They're one of like three or four teams in the country, Georgia uh, being the, the biggest one, but they're in the top ten of both offense and defense. This, this, this Memphis team has it really up against them on Saturday, but my goodness, when you think about what you are playing here for, uh, this one's an elimination game, and so far when Memphis has had – their backs up against the wall. Unlike last year, they found ways to do it. Can they do it one more week? Because there's a lot of really good things if you win this game. Dave, it sure is, and this is the point where Tiger fans have really always kind of dreamed of, to be in a, a, a November game at home with something on the line. I heard so often through the years, you know, give us an exciting product. Well, this is definitely exciting. Let us play for something. Well, you're, you're playing for something. Give give us a decent November <laughs> afternoon uh, uh, forecast. We, we got a decent November afternoon forecast. And all that uh, hubbub two weeks ago after the North Texas game, look, the, the American Athletic Conference is not a defensive league. College football around college football uh, is more predominantly offense now. It, it's not as defensive as it 
once was. It may, may not as defensive as it was even 10 years ago. The Tigers have won a lot of crazy games, but you said it last year. They were on the wrong side of that. And I think anybody with any historical context of Memphis football knows of, of many heartbreaking losses. This year it's thrilling wins. Well, if you look at the top 25 scores from last week, check about how many, and they're, they're playing a lot of these in-conference games, right? Check how many are in the 50s. It's staggering <laughs> how many 50-point games are. The, the, the whole college football sport has moved to offense, and it'll yeah. be that way until the defense figures it out. And they will. At these things, we know throughout the years, the pendulum swings or they change the rules to make it more even. And, and that'll eventually occur, but it won't. Be, it's not going to occur for a while. And right now, it's all offense. And TV loves it. The ratings are great. So I don't know that uh, it will change. But you're you're back to your original premise: meaningful football in November. That's what you are getting. And I know I hear a lot about they're only beat the teams that are bad. Well, they've only got two losses, and those two teams are both ones in the top ten. They just beat Tennessee by 29, and Memphis played them on the road, too. Oh, Memphis was within a possession of field goal mm-hmm. and could have won that game. And then they lost to Tulane at home. That was 10. That's nothing to be ashamed of. They're in the top 25 as well. The other teams that they played that they've beaten, that's the schedule. What what, what can you do about that? That's the schedule. That, the teams that, that will play that, that, that's the schedule that was announced in the springtime that we all did these wins and losses about. And I, I don't know of hardly, Brian, I mean, do, do we, do we know of anybody that went less than nine and three? Maybe, maybe a smattering of eight maybe and fours out four, there. Yeah. Not much under that. Not, not much under that. And I, and I'll, I'll say it again. I did the day I heard him do it on these airwaves with Greg and Eli. I heard Brian Moss pick 10 and two and he could end up being right. Well, if they win on Saturday, then he will be right. Because I, I think I don't so. Think they're going to lose in Philly. If they lose this game, you know who knows what dejection and and all the goals in front of you seem to disappear. The flat tire could make your whole attitude go flat. I don't think that'll happen. But if you win this game, you're clearly Temple's got nothing to lose. Right. Uh, but but they've got nothing to gain either. So I don't know what their hearts will be like and. I would imagine Memphis would go in and win that game, especially since they'd be playing to play in the championship game. And if they if they get get in that game, and you know, SMU's got their hand, fate in their own hands. They know that coming in here. If they win out, they got Navy after Memphis. They're in the championship game. Yeah. You know what the championship game kind of looks like for Me- for for the American teams? The winner's going to go to the Fiesta. The loser's going to go to Fenway. Those are two good bowl games. They're not Birmingham. They're not. The military bowl. I mean, no offense to any of these other bowls or the first responder bowl. And I want to go bowl, so I'm not trying to diminish the setup. Right. But if you're you win Saturday, and now your your options are more like, hmm, <laughs> we're going to the Fiesta, like the Cotton, the New Year's Day Six. We are an arrived program again. Or okay, cool. We're going to go play an ACC team in Fenway Park. Yeah, That's cool. That's a reward. I, I think those alternatives sound much better than what Memphis would normally play.
No, you're you're definitely right about that. Talking to Dave Wolosian, the voice of the Tigers, also the host of Wolo and Friends, 10 a.m. every morning on Sports 56. Uh, going to the basketball team, a massive win for them Friday night against Missouri. Down early in the first half, come back, in, and the, the defense was really what jumped out to me in the second half for the Tigers. Held Missouri to about 19%. From the field in the second half, what did you make of of not only the win but that second half defensive performance from this team? Um, you know, when they took Caleb Mills out of the starting lineup, and I, I suspect he'll be back in now. Yeah, I thought it was because the guy was not a great defensive player. <laughs> now, look, let's let's go back in history. Caleb Mills is the guy that was the preseason conference player of the year in the American yeah. when all the teams were there, and he played for the University of Houston. Now, he himself said that was a mistake. He was immature. He should have stayed in Houston. He went to Florida State, and we all know he's here now for his fifth and final year in college basketball. But I wasn't sure he was a great defender. And I thought maybe that's why they were sending a message. Or I, I wasn't 100% certain. I know he can defend now. He went in, and he took that kid east who had been hot in the first half, mm-hmm. and he had 12 points for Missouri. That kid didn't get a shot. He couldn't he didn't get the get ball. <laughs> Uh, now, 19% is really good. I think what they had five field goals in that second half. Yeah. You know, all the other points came from the line. They couldn't do anything. Memphis took them right out of it, and Memphis's offense clicked. Jordan Brown made a, it was a great feed to Jordan Brown. He one-stepped it right up and in. Malco would have played more if he didn't have foul trouble. You got two good position players in the post now that you're really settled in on. Every night, Walton or Jones are going to be terrific. And they were both really good, I thought, in that game against Missouri Jones in the second half in particular. Got a double-double. And, I, you know, I'll be honest. I, I was worried about that point guard position. Yeah, Jalen Young is a good player. Great defensive player. Um, I, I, I don't think he's a great offensive player. And I'm not sure he's a great passer yet either. I think he's adequate. Mm-hmm. But Javon Quinterly, looked to me, didn't play the first exhibition game. Second one, he looked very, very rusty. I wouldn't say he looked stellar in the game against Jackson State, but that's the kid who was the number six, uh, six man of the year in the SEC last year. That that guy, if he can play like that every game where you get fourteen points, eight rebounds, I don't even care if he scores the fourteen. If he can de- 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 just distribute the ball that way and score in double digits, yeah. which I think he's going to. I mean, wow, that's KD. Not with the scoring, but with maybe the better all overall game. Yeah, I, I, I am telling you that win in a hostile environment with a sellout fifteen thousand, or what you did to them in the last basically twenty eight minutes of the game. That's impressive. Yeah, no, it's really impressive. And now I think that win has gotten. I mean, there's already excitement around this team, but I think for maybe the some of the doubters or some that wanted to wait and see, it's really gotten. Uh, that excitement up, and now you have Alabama State on on Friday, which will be fun to see Tony Madlock's team. But then the battle for Atlantis right after that, and what Michigan, what with what they've done to start the season, a massive win for them over St. John's last night. That will be a huge game, and then the potential to play Arkansas the next day, and then the day after that, whoever you find will be a, a really good opponent as well. I mean, this battle for Atlantis next week could be a ton of fun. Yeah, well, that could be North Carolina's up there. Yeah, uh, they're on the upper bracket. Uh, you got to figure that they probably would come out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you, Memphis hopes they take on Arkansas, not Stanford. Yeah, because yeah. I got the feeling Arkansas is going to dispatch of Stanford. You never know these things. 
It's true. But if you take two out of three in Atlantis, I mean, if you win it, you're going to be in the top 15, I think. Easily, I think. Mm-hmm. If, if you win two out of three, I think you crack the top 25 because they're, they're the most also receiving votes. So they would be 26 in the country. Mm-hmm. And Paris has them 21. Goodman's got them 25. Yeah. I, th- I think they'll be there. I mean, uh, it, it's going to be a fun week next week uh, for sure. But, Dave, thanks so much for joining us. We'll do it again next week. I, I look forward to it. I look forward to talking to staffs tomorrow on my show, 1025. Am I going to see your smiling face? No, o- only on the Zoom. Okay. Well, I, I like seeing you there, too, but it's a little delayed. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, sp- I've spent I – got, I've, I've got more high-speed, uh, so – you got more high speed. What did you do? I, Get a new rat. I, I got the I got the truly unlimited. That's right, truly unlimited. Ah, I'm glad to see you're finally splurging in your older age. <laughs> Me too, Dave. I'm glad <laughs> to be spending. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Bye-bye. You got it, Dave Veloci talking Tiger sports, and it is really good times right now for Tigers. Yeah. And look, people see. The opportunity for Saturday. I, I think if you're a fan, you you, you should want to be a, a part of that robust crowd Saturday to, to 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 cheer for the team. I mean, now now I don't think is the time to, to have any <laughs> sit out or no. you know or, you know protest or no. any complaining. But but I, I think it's time to really support the team and Friday night with the uh, basketball and mm-hmm. Saturday with football. And I know a good place if you can't get to either one and you want to watch it among a lot of Tiger faithful, do it at Jim's Place Grill. Over 100 years of charcoal grill steaks, over 100 years of celebrations, family time, good times, lasting memories, wins, losses, good times with with the Terrace family and their touch for our community recipes that date back to the beginning in downtown to now in Collierville at the railroad tracks at Poplar and Houston Levy. Online at jimsplacegrill.com. Don't forget the E and grill and keep them in mind for holiday gift cards, for holiday parties, for get-togethers, family coming in. You want to escape kind of the traditional big family table scene and, and get out and enjoy a taste of Memphis. You can at Jim's Place Grill. Every steak grill perfectly over an open flame. Come to Jim's Place and taste and feel and see the difference for yourself. Lunch hours Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Dinner hours Monday through Saturday, 5 p.m. to 9.30. Get the hash browns. Just just do that. You'll be glad you did it. Since 1921, a Memphis landmark, hard work, values, and a dedication to their diners. The Terrace family, they've created a memorable dining experience that you can enjoy for lunch or for dinner time. Lunch menu like the, sta- the staples, like the souffle ma, the, cocktail, the shrimp cocktail, crab cakes, and those salad dressings, all homemade. And then dinner, soup, seafood, calamari, and those steaks, ribeyes, strips, fillets, and a fantastic bar area to watch games and visit with friends and have a good time and enjoy the holiday season. Great bar area, all at Jim's Place Grill in Collierville. Let's go ahead and get to a break. When we come back, we'll talk about the Grizzlies and their game tonight against the Los Angeles Lakers. That's next on Sports Time. You already know you can listen to Sports 56 anywhere with the Sports 56 app or at sports56whbq.com. But you can also watch us daily with live video of all of our shows on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. 
Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Statz-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Well, Brett, we've talked about the Grizzlies and their struggles to start the season, but another game tonight for them, and uh, coming off of a win in their last game on Sunday against the Clippers, now they'll face the Lakers, same arena, just a different team, different court, different court from what they're used to playing against the Lakers, because we'll get the in-season court tonight for the Lakers, which I, I saw theirs earlier, I think it's yellow and then a purple stripe in the middle i'm not positive but it's hideous they're all hideous brett i'm not a fan of they, any they should of be made into firewood <laughs> every one of these courts yeah i'm not, I'm and, not a fan and of the idea of that instead of the fame park hey boston garden was sickening oh, yeah. the uniforms are sickening yeah. i'm sorry if, if that sounds old too bad uh every, everybody is watching this knows that this is not this is not the show. This is uh-huh. not the NBA. Right. This is not having made it. This looks like really bad soccer uniforms. Ooh, a kit's what we what we prefer to call yeah. them. <laughs> no, they're, I'm not a fan of any of them. I, I, I they're they're pretty bad. Um, but uh, we'll see what the what the Grizzlies can do right now. I mean, you you were talking about it earlier. You know, there's been all you know the heat is starting to turn on on this entire team, and a lot of the the comments, the things you see on social media has been, is Taylor Jenkins the right man for the job? Is he, you know, is is this his team? Yada yada yada. And you know, it's loud right now because they're two and eight. If they go two and eight these next ten games, that's gonna get um, it's gonna get even louder. I mean it's gonna be too much to to hold back at that point. Yeah, I don't I don't think it will be entirely fair, but we no. know that sports is not always is. entire yeah. entirely fair. The front office and Ja left him really defenseless. When your superstar player mm-hmm. imperils your team like Ja has this one. And then your preeminent big man mm. is out for the year. Yeah. And then a lot of these draft picks from the Whiz kids, none of them pay off. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you, what, what do you expect to start? Yeah. I mean, that's, that, that's a good point. I saw people were trying to, uh, to make, you know, big, you know, takes because last night, uh, Jake LaRavia had like 25 points in the G League game. He was like, Oh, you know, he's, he's back. He's back. You no, know what I've, that is? That's Paul DeYoung going three for four bingo, for the Redbirds. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Because I, I was saying, I've seen all of this stuff. I was saying, I've seen this before. I've seen them send him down to the G League last year, him go off for 30 points, come back up and do absolutely nothing for the Grizzlies. That, that, that's Libertor scattering uh-huh. six six uh-huh. hits over uh-huh. seven innings for the Redbirds yeah. on a Tuesday night against the Isotopes. With what, like 100 people watching in attendance? <laughs> Give or take 50. <laughs> Give or take 50, yeah. It's... Uh, well, a lot different, a lot different, and so uh, you know you're right. I mean, you look at some of these picks these last couple of years, and they're not paying off. And you go back, I think Laravia might be one of the biggest because he was the first round pick they took two years ago, and is now playing in the G League, and is not even when he's with the big league team. Accepted everybody, he's been yeah, a bust. He, he has, and 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 literally, I hear people say, "Well, just give him a chance, give him a chance." When he is with the Grizzlies, he's not here's even what playing. they don't want to accept, Brian. Here's what they don't want to accept: accept it. LaRavia, let me introduce you to Tony Roten. Ooh, ooh, Tony Roten. And they don't want to accept that. 
Johnny, I didn't see a Tony Roten reference today. Because that uh, was the mean old Flat Earth Society GM in front uh-huh, office, not the right. cool kids. The ones that never miss. The the front the, office that never misses, Brett, is, yeah. is this new. Jake LaRavia, yeah. you're Tony Roten. Uh-huh. You're Josh Selby. Yeah. Brett, you're spot on with that. <laughs> so spot <laughs> I mean, on. I mean, you're, you're, you're right. It's, it just hasn't worked out, and we'll see. And, and I think Jake LaRavia is going to be uh, one of the. Give him a little more time. For that uh, matter, Zaire. That's uh, that's another one, but I mean, I think you know both those guys, but specifically Jake Laravia could very well be. I think will be one of the names when we are, you know, when Jaw gets back and we're talking about. Okay, do you want to keep Bismack Biombo on this roster? Well, you got to make some move. I think Jake Laravia's name is going to be in that conversation. When this front office had really one millstone around it, and that was the the effort for Justice Winslow. Yeah, I defended him. Sure, I defended him. They needed defending. Yeah. But now they need criticizing. No, you're right. You're right. And I think so. Fire the coach. That'll fix it. That's right. Isn't that interesting, Brett, that, you know, when it was, when we saw these draft picks that were like second round draft picks and stuff like that, and they developed for a year and then started playing better, it was the front, the front office got all the credit, but the coach didn't. And now when the team is struggling because of things the front office has done, we want to fire the coach and we don't want to speak any bad about the the front office. It just seems a little backwards to me. Well, there's a lot of people there for the picture taken when it's going well. That's right. Yep. And, and, and not, nobody wants to show up when things are, are going bad, but a big game tonight for the Grizzlies. 9.30 against the Lakers. Let's go ahead and wrap up this hour, get to a break. When we come back, we'll talk college football with Brent Beard.